This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Hey, I'm Ray Hudson, and you are, I don't know who you are, but you're listening to Blaugranagram. Don't be like them kids in the Blair Witch Project and go away. All right? All right. Welcome to the Driven Shot Podcast. Welcome to the first episode of the Driven Shot Podcast here on Big Heads Media Network. I am your host, Omar. A lot of you know me as Blaugranagram. And this will be the introductory episode for this podcast here on the network. And you'll also see this podcast. You might, fi- you will find it actually on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. In fact, you might be listening to it on one of those platforms. And if so, thank you very much for tuning in. If you're watching this on YouTube, thank you for tuning in and watching. So, as you might have already noticed, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, and as I did say, as I will say in the announcement here uh, when I post this. This will be how I do podcasts going forward. Um, the podcasts will be video podcasts uh, on YouTube, and I'll post audio versions of those onto the other platforms, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, and those other good platforms. I'll be posting those uh, as audio files, and then you'll have the video podcast. You want to watch that on YouTube. So that's how it's going to be going forward, and there will be a lot of changes Um as to if you did, if you used to watch my other podcast that I used to do before uh, partnering with this network, you will definitely notice a difference in how the podcasts are made uh, and what is in these podcasts, how they're split up, how the segments are, and stuff like that. You will no, you will definitely notice a difference, and um, that is also due to the fact that I will be doing these much more consistently, and they will be more organized. So when you tune in, you will know what you're about to watch in terms of uh, you'll have sort of an outline for what to expect from the podcast whereas previously it was just you know it was pretty loose uh, what would be happening in the podcast and it was pretty loose when they would be released and that was mainly due to the fact that I was doing it with a partner um, and while that was really really enjoyable and it was really nice to build a friendship through podcasts as well um the reason that I will be doing these solo going forward um, is mainly because of that fact that you are very dependent on a person when you do podcasts with them. Um, time-wise, uh, it's it's not easy to fit it in each other's schedules, especially if you're across time zones. Um, but that's not to say that I won't have guests. I'll have plenty of guests on the podcast going forward as well. But I will be doing these podcasts uh, on my own. For the most part, but I will have guests, whether it's people that uh, that I'm friends with on Twitter that you know I'm friends with, or whether it's one of you guys that I don't interact with as often and 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 would like to, you know, get to know better and, and get to hear the opinions of. So, if you do want to join this podcast as a guest uh, sometime in the future, do send me a direct message through Twitter, uh, send me an email if that's easier for you, or you can just uh, write it down in the comments below if you're on one of the platforms that do allow comments. And speaking of that, these podcasts will be on the Big Heads Media Network website where you can find a whole lot of other awesome podcasts, not just sports, not just football. You can find podcasts for a lot of different genres and a lot of different things going on in the world. So feel free to check those out. They will be on the website. I will leave a link to those in the description below. And if you already are on the website, you can download podcasts that you like. And if you find a podcast that you like, go show them some love. Tell them I sent you and you'll have a podcast that you can listen to, maybe even more than just one while this releases every other, every week. So 
check those out. And uh, with on, on that note, let's get on with the rest of the podcast. So the way these podcasts will be done is I will they will mainly be Barca related. They will mainly be football related. So sometimes I might not talk about Barca as much in an episode because uh, there are other things from other clubs uh, that are just as interesting. So let's take, for instance, uh, yesterday's game against Real Madrid, uh, between Real Madrid and, and, and Atletico, that ended 7-3 in Atleti's favor. Now, that was not a Barca game, and, uh, you know, in theory it has really nothing to do with Barca, also considering that it is preseason. But you would hear me talk about that because it's an interesting game for football viewers all around. And that's also a thing I would like to do with these podcasts is expand it to viewers who aren't Barca fans and also try to get to, you know, collaborate with people who aren't Barca fans. To also, first off, give exposure to other people from other fan bases to my own fan base and that way kind of, you know, make the community even bigger. And also for myself to try and get into other, you know, communities, branch out to other teams' fan bases, know how other teams' fan bases, what, what they think of certain players, what they think of their clubs, the way they're driven, to also kind of give perspective on, you know, how is Barca compared to other clubs when it comes to that. You might be seeing me do some podcasts with other teams' fan bases, uh, podcasts about other teams, other clubs like that. And if you do want to stay tuned for coming collabs, which I do have some of, Follow me on Twitter if you don't already. My uh, at will be in the description down below on whatever platform you're watching this on. And uh, if you do, yeah, stay tuned. And uh, hopefully you'll see some uh, podcasts that will be very interesting considering that it is a clash of fan bases in a way. So that's going to be interesting to see how, how that happens, especially as this podcast's uh, really trying. It's really, you know, taking off. And it's going to be interesting to see how I can incorporate that with other podcasts as well. So... I mean, you might have noticed uh, a couple of seconds ago, a couple of minutes ago, uh, that there was a change, a little jump cut, and that was due to the fact that I was fixing the lighting, um, and I will be uh, making a little, very, very, very small amount of, of jump cuts. I'll actually try to cut down on them as much as possible, because I personally love it when podcasts are raw, you know, um, when you have that feeling of that you're in the room with the person, you don't really see those jump cuts too much, uh, if at all. And it gives you that little sense of, you know, togetherness, the sense of that you're, you're in that room with the person talking or with the people talking. And that's a feeling, a vibe that I want to transmit over to you guys. As well as the fact that it's really annoying to watch a video where there are like 20 to 30 jump cuts. So I will be, you know, using as little amount of jump cuts as possible to hopefully make this, you know, the flow better as well and make it more enjoyable to watch. Now, a thing that I will be incorporating in this podcast as well will be uh, the funny tweet segments. So basically what the funny tweet segment is, is that I will be posting these podcasts every week or every other week, most likely every week, but sometimes it will be every other week and I will inform you in due time when that is the case. But um, the plan is that these funny tweet, this funny tweet segment that I'm planning on doing is that I'll, you know, you know, I'm on Twitter on a daily basis. So what I'll do is I'll find, as I, as I find some funny tweets, I'll, you know, add them to my bookmarks and stuff like that, and then I'll show them to you guys. Uh, and if you guys find some really funny tweets that you'd like me to feature in the podcast, whether it's your own tweet or whether it's a tweet that you that you found absolutely hilarious, um, feel free to send them to me, either it's a DM or tag me in them, uh, something like that. If you want, you can even tag me and use the, the hashtag TDSpod. It's on screen now if you if you missed it, and that... Uh, Hashtag is actually also the one I used for the uh, Q&A session 
um, that I will start doing from today and I will do in every single podcast, you will have the uh, possibility, you'll have the option of, you know, sending me in questions that you'd like me to answer, whether they're Barca related or football related or even, you know, you know if you have some personal questions, you can also shoot them my way and if I find them appropriate enough and, and you know, if I, if I find them questions that can fit in the, into the podcast in a way that, you know, doesn't ruin the flow or something like that, uh, I will definitely look to include them. So, um, a thing as well as you might have noticed, the camera quality uh, on this is not the best if you're watching this on YouTube. The audio quality, uh, I think, is pretty up to par, but the camera quality isn't the best. And the reason is that the camera that I usually use, uh, I lost the charger for it. I genuinely don't know where it is. So, I will be getting a charger uh, for the battery very soon, so I can actually record with that. But for this particular episode, I've decided to use uh, the... Uh, the webcam on my computer and I do realize it's not the best option but I figured you know uh, better start off with a camera podcast and kind of get it going and then improve it from there and speaking of improvements if you do want to support the show or me or uh, the website that I do have as well that link all my links will be in the description if you want to support any of those uh, or just support me if you if you'd like to do so uh, I do have a PayPal that you can uh, donate to every you know all amounts count. Doesn't have to be a fifty dollar donation, uh, five dollars, ten dollars, twenty, two, anything. It all counts. Uh, and I'm not, you know, the reason I haven't made a Patreon is because I don't want the feeling around this to be that I'm doing this for money, you know, or stuff like that. So if I do at some point think that you know a Patreon could be good because I have so many things I'm doing, so many things going on behind the scenes, and it could be interesting to get to get that to you guys in a certain way then that when that would be when I might consider doing a Patreon. Um, I will be releasing merch soon as well. And uh, I'm trying to get some design ideas from you guys because in the end you guys will be the ones wearing them and representing uh, Barca and the brand as well. So if you do have any ideas for that, uh, feel free to let me know either by DM or at me in a tweet or something like that. And uh, I'm sure we can figure something out. Now, uh, the Q&A... I won't be taking a whole lot of questions. I will be taking a few. So if your question isn't here, I'm sorry. And I will look to include it in the next section. But I noticed some of you uh, did not tweet. Uh, you just replied with the question or you just tweeted me the question. And what I'd like you to do there is actually include the hashtag. Because it's much easier for me instead of going into the thread uh, where I'm telling you guys to ask questions. I could just type in hashtag TDSPod. The reason I chose that is because uh, the Driven Shop Pod kind of rhymes, and it's also a hashtag that hasn't been used on Twitter before, so it's not like it's going to get mixed up with another account or 10 other accounts or something like that. So hopefully you guys will use it. Uh, it is on screen now if you're watching this on YouTube, and um, looking forward to seeing whatever questions you guys will shoot me for the coming podcast. So without further ado... Uh, Let's get into this. Uh, let's see. let's look at these questions and see what you guys got for me. So, by the way, the screen is here. So if I'm not looking at the camera, that's that's why. Um, so, the uh, first question I got is from uh, Dietrich uh, D at Dis Stewart, and um, that is about this guy called R, uh, who's saying he's a Barcelona in the know. Uh, you know the ITK accounts that always say they have sources and stuff and 
you know, I, I, I did go through the phase where, you know, I said I had a source and I did have a source and that was legitimate. Uh, so I'm not going to knock someone down for saying they have a source because I, I do have a source and I know other people do. But the thing with these accounts is that a lot of them uh, sell dreams for likes and say that they have a source. And that's what the problem is. Because having a, there's no problem with saying you have a source if that is the case. And that was the case with me and that is the case with some other accounts as well. Um, but the problem is when you say you have a source and you use that to sell dreams to people and give them false expectations and false hopes. A prime example being uh, Diego Martinez, who's, uh, he pretended to be Diego Martinez. I think his real name is Brandon. And uh, he was pretending to be this journalist with, uh, you know, insider sources and stuff and started saying that the Ligt would come to Manchester United and then said that he would go to, uh, he just kept, you know, even though rumors and reports from reliable sources came out saying that the Ligt wouldn't end up at United, he kept saying that, oh, that's just their way of building the hype. And, um, you know, he clearly did not have sources based on of, based off of what he was saying and the way he was saying it. He eventually ended up backtracking some of his statements and then ended up uh, rebranding his whole account to something else so no one would recognize him and and you know that kind of thing when it happens shows you how cautious you have to be with who you believe uh, and that's the thing that I really try to you know give off that vibe that I'll never lie to you guys for likes I'll never report anything false uh, intentionally and if I do by mistake do that I'll, I, I think you've noticed I always end up deleting the tweet and later apologizing or clarifying what it was uh, that was reported uh, mistakenly and, and what the real news are. So some of these accounts uh, are legitimate and some of them are not. So it's it's really hard to, to you know, uh, know who's actually telling the truth and who's not. So this guy uh, said that in, on July 26th, which was two days ago, this, so that's on Friday, uh, said that uh, Neymar wouldn't be part of PSG's preseason game against Sydney. And, and uh, that everything said around, said around his entourage is true. And that he's waiting for Barca to make a move. And that they'll only go for him uh, if they can get him for cheap money. And logically enough, everything will start after the Japan tour. So the thing with these accounts is that some of them are legitimate. And some of them, what they do is they take news from reliable outlets or news that have been said for like, like three times from other outlets. And then they say, well, my sources say this. And, you know, look, I'm, I'm, I'm you know... I'm legitimate because I'm saying that it's my source, even though other outlets and sources literally just said that two days ago. So I'm not looking to knock this guy down. He might be legit. I'm not going to get into that much. Um, and, you know, if he's legit, then good on him. Um, I personally have not followed the uh, Neymar case for the past three, few, three four days. Uh, I followed it prior to that, but I haven't followed it for the past three, four days because I've been so busy getting stuff done for the brand, uh, setting up the, the partnership with the network, uh, getting stuff done for this podcast, uh, getting some future collaborations planned out and stuff like that. So I haven't really had much time to, to focus on the Neymar case, uh, even though I know a lot of you guys are really interested in that case, understandably so. Um, but that is why I haven't been much on Twitter for the past two days and really haven't been a whole lot of that. Like, I haven't really been too active. Uh, in the past couple of days, so that's why I've just been busy with, you know, uh, getting this stuff to work and, and actually getting the, the podcast out there in the right way. So, 
when it comes to this stuff, um, be careful with who you trust because we just saw the uh, the, Car uh, the Carlos guy and before Carlos he was uh, Dircon Pedro and it's it's confusing to, to you know know who to believe and there are a lot of accounts as well that pretend to be bigger accounts I see I've seen uh, some people uh, impersonating my good friends at Barca Center um, and you really got to be aware of that Gerard Romero has been impersonated a whole a whole amount of times now it's actually ridiculous so do do be care be careful with who you trust um, and I will be here to clarify any questions you might have uh, or any uh, analysis of reliability that you that you know that you might uh, want from me so if you have any questions uh, my DMs are always open and I do strive to reply to every single DM I get although it is not easy sometimes because uh, I do get quite a lot and do and I do get quite a lot of interaction so I try to you know reply to every single one and if I do miss your DM or your reply it's not intentional uh, and if I do miss that just hit me up again and I'm sure we can work something out so when it comes to this, uh, I don't know. I'll I'll check him out and I'll let you know. Uh, thank you for bringing it to my attention. I'll see, um, you know, what he's reporting and keep an eye out for him and see what uh what happens. So next question uh, comes from Ryan uh, at Skitly, my man. He's been with me since for ages, man. He's been with me since the start, and uh, I appreciate you if you are listening to this. Um. Do you think Neymar would benefit Barcelona, or are we better off without him and his issues such as injuries, drama, etc., etc.? Now, the thing with Neymar is he is a very, very talented player, and his attitude has been a problem for us in the past, and it has been a problem uh, for PSG as well, uh, especially because PSG just gave him literally everything he asked for uh, from the get-go, uh, no holding back. Uh, the things that he got were absolutely insane to think of that a professional footballer could get that much from a club he just moved to but I I, I don't know I think I think with Griezmann here Dembele here uh, Malcolm is likely to leave Coutinho is sadly likely to leave the thing with Coutinho is I think Coutinho will only leave if Neymar comes to Barca because he's not going to Liverpool even Klopp denied that and I honestly didn't see uh, see Liverpool as a, as a possible destination um, I could see United going for him but United right now are trying to sort out the deals for uh, Bruno Fernandes, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. Um, so they are busy with their with their own transfers right now. And Barca realistically seem like the only destination he would you know willingly go to, other than possibly Real Madrid or Juve. Um, so it's 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 a complex situation. It's it's a complex because because if Juve are willing to pay more money than than uh, than Barca are, other than the fact that PSG hate Barca, there is that little. You know, little feud, little ongoing war between the two clubs. It's not easy to reach an agreement, and I could see him ending up elsewhere as well. But to be completely honest, I could definitely see him with Barca, and I do think I, th I definitely think a player of his talent would benefit Barcelona without a doubt. For me, he's when it, when he's when he's fit, he's the he's the second best player in the world for me, um, no doubt about that. And I think this time around. Given all the stuff that he's faced, given all the, the, the drama that he's been through, and, and the fact that he knows now, if he does come to Barcelona, he will have to apologize uh, in some sort of way, at least, to redeem the fans and the club. Whether it's a private apology to the, to, the, to the board, or whether it's a public apology to the fans in the announcement or something like that, he knows that he will have to step forward and do that. And I feel like that would make him take on more responsibility in a more professional way 
Um, and I did also read from a reliable outlet that he, uh, his family would move from Brazil to Barcelona if he did move to Barcelona. So they would avoid all that, uh, all those injuries that happened when uh, his sister suddenly had a birthday. So um, that's that's what I think. I think I think this time around he would be better when it comes to the professionalism and uh, the drama because you know when you when you when you leave the club like he did and then go to a club that gives you everything and you're still not satisfied because you realize that the level is not as good as you hoped it would be and. Uh, their Champions League way, uh, their Champions League campaign wasn't exactly uh, that good either. Uh, not to say that Barca's was amazing either, but given what his expectations were, I'm I'm pretty sure they were higher than that. And you could see that with how shocked he was when United uh, eventually got through. But I do think he would be uh, better this time around because he's definitely learned from those mistakes, um, and his his talent is undeniable. Uh, the only question is how he would you know, fair with Dembele and Messi and Griezmann on the same team, which also really comes down to how Valverde plays them, because for me, Suarez is still one of the best strikers in the world when he is fit, but the problem is he played way, way, way too many matches last season, and you could definitely see that it was getting to him, um, and that's partly to blame him, and that's also partly to blame Valverde for not being able to see that, you know, your starting striker is very, very tired, he's aging, and you should definitely give him a rest, and you have players like Malcolm who, you know, in case of emergency, could play as a, as a, as a false nine or as a striker. Um, Messi could play the false nine role. You could have Malcolm on one wing and Dembele on the other. Um, so there are a lot of options that Valverde, I just don't think, made use of. And I think we're lucky that Semedo is staying after uh, how willing he was to leave the club after the Liverpool game, and understandably so. But... I do hope that Tomato will stay, and I do think that uh, Neymar would be interesting for us. I think he'd be a really good, you know, player to have back, despite what he did. And you know, I still part part of me still haven't forgiven him for that, but you can't deny his quality. And I think if he gets his professionalism up, if he steps up like a professional footballer should, I definitely think he could be beneficial for us, especially in Messi's last years. Um, so that's my take on it. And if you disagree or if you agree, feel free to comment below. Feel free to. Uh, talk to me on Twitter, um, shoot me other questions uh, about Neymar if you'd like me to discuss that further. So uh, this is just a uh, some kind words from uh, Adith. I'm sorry if I slaughtered your name there. Uh, at Blaugrana Kid. Hey Omar, I've been following you for a while. I appreciate the way, how serious you've been by providing us fans with authentic and legitimate news and rumors. And I'm excited for you. All the best. Uh, and that was for the... Um, tweet where I said that I would be recording the introductory episode and that if you had questions you could shoot me questions and thank you to those who did uh, and now to the uh, to the final one that I will be covering today um, is from uh, Syed Abuzar Sohel um, at Abuzar Sohel and uh, it says do you think that Barcelona are not worth of the more than a club uh, motto right now who will represent La Masia in the next five years in the team after the current crowd retires and finally, is Barca becoming the next Real Madrid, buying stars and just splashing money? Now, for this question, I think uh, the biggest issue is is the board. I, I, I genuinely think the biggest issue is the board. Um, now, of course, you can blame Valverde for not uh, giving Miranda a proper shot or not giving uh, Ricky Puig more time last season, but I think 
I think it also comes down to how the board treats the players. Because when you, as a player, feel loved by the club and you feel that you matter to the club, that's when you'd want to stay. And um, you can see that with Carlos Perez's uh, uh, quote yesterday after the Vissel Kobe game where he said that, you know, I realize that you have to work hard to, to, to succeed at a club like Barca and not just leave when the first chance presents itself. And that is true, but you also... Uh, you also got to give the players that sense of that they matter to the club, and um, you know I'm not here to 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 go at the board to take a dig at the board or nothing like that. But I think I think a lot of people will back me when I say that a better board and uh, possibly a better manager than Valverde, a better a better fit for Barca uh, as a manager. Let's just put it like that, because Valverde isn't a bad manager. He's just not a good manager, a good enough manager for Barcelona when it comes to competing in all three tournaments. Um, but when it comes to La Masia, I think it has a lot of to a lot to do with the board and how the board perceives their own players. Um, the fact that <coughs> the fact that we had players like uh, Juan Miranda who weren't really given a shot, now possibly being loaned out uh, to Real Betis in return for Junior Firpo, who I think would be a great addition, by the way. But um, you see, you see a lot of these players that just don't really get a shot. I think Carlos Perez impressed me uh, this season. I think he was also part of last season's squad. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. Um, Alex Collado, I've seen him uh, throughout last season as well. He looked, he looked, he looked promising. Carlos Perez looks promising to me. Um, you know, there are players where you think that you know these guys definitely deserve a shot. Alenia, I feel, deserved uh, a lot more playing time than he got last season, uh, especially with Rakitic being tired, Busquets not really performing. Uh, you could definitely make a case for, you know, playing Rakitic as the pivot if, if you really wanted to play Rakitic. And I think Rakitic does well as a backup DM. And I think that's where he should be playing if he does end up staying. But um, a player like Alenia should be getting playing time, especially considering he is promoted and he's not getting to play with Barca B. Because he, he is he's officially promoted. He was officially promoted last January, and um, that means that he cannot he can no longer partake in official games with Barca B. So he's not really playing, other than uh, in practice sessions. And I feel like for a player of his age, especially considering that he is a good player, and he is talented, uh, he's very talented. And I think I think that comes down to how the board perceives them, and how Valverde perceives them. Because there were rumors, uh, there were reports a while back, saying that. Um, uh, Valverde did not want to keep uh, Miranda. He actually wanted to buy another left back, but the club told him to trust Miranda, and that's why Miranda stayed. Um, and then Kukurea left the club to Abar, and then now left to Getafe. So you know, it's it's how the board perceives it. That's that's all it is, and I think I think once this board. Hopefully, uh, steps down and we get a new board. Maybe Victor Font could be really, really interesting because he has a lot of good ideas. Um, I think that could be that would be the, the the rise of La Masia once again. So I think it has a lot to do with the board, and I I don't think that Barca are not worth of the motto. We still are, but the board and the manager is not doing what they're supposed to be doing as well as they should be doing it. So. Yeah, they are promoting some players. They are, you know, renewing some contracts um, and keeping some players at, still with the club. But they aren't doing it the way they should be doing it. That's where I think the problem is. I don't think that we are becoming the next Real Madrid. But I think that if we don't watch out, we could become a club that 
you know, biased players uh, for, you know, biased players instead of having players from our own academy step up. But again, that's, that you know, the thing you also got to remember with that is that not every La Masia generation can be the golden generation. Iniesta, Xavi, Messi, those and Busquets, those were a once-in-a-lifetime uh, quartet. You don't see that a lot in clubs. But I do think that I think the club is doing decently well when it comes to promoting these talents. Um, I don't think there's a player that has been promoted recently where you'd think that, okay, he's not ready. And I'm saying promoted as in fully promoted, not just promoted so you can play games, but fully promoted. Like, Alenia was fully promoted um, the second time. So I think the I think the club is doing well enough in that aspect, but I do wish that Villavadia would use the players some more. And whether that's some pressure the board's got to put on him or whether that's a restriction the board has, which I honestly don't think it is. I think it's genuinely just about Verde being conservative and using the players that he knows are experienced, even though we've seen uh, a couple of times now that experience doesn't always bring you good results, especially when that experience is tired. So that's something to take into consideration as well. And I do think the season will be better. Um, Verde is staying, and I wouldn't... Ideally, want him to stay. Ideally, I would I would have wanted the club to go for someone else, um, which I did voice my opinion on earlier on. But it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what he does and and how he does it this season because we've we've you know fluked the Champions League twice now, and the way we lost those is really inexcusable. And I'm not just gonna blame that on Valverde; it's also on the players. But the fact that we lost it the way we did shows that we also lack some character in the team, whether it's the manager or whether it's the players or whether it's both. So hopefully this season it will be better, especially considering we have uh, some leaders like Frankie de Jong, uh, who is good at leading a team, not necessarily as a captain, but he's good at leading a team. He's good at, you know, leading with his play, and I think that could be really interesting to see how influential he can be if Valverde gives him a, a fair shot. Uh, Griezmann is also a really good leader, uh, at least in terms of his playing style. Uh, he's good at driving the ball forward. He's good at, you know, giving his, his, his teammates passing options. good at actually taking initiative and, and, and run forward with the ball. So I think we have some new faces that could be really, really interesting. Um, and combine that with, with Messi's willingness to, to win more trophies with Barca and, and step up. And, and with Vidal's ever never-ending intensity, I think I think this could be a really good season. We just, you know, just got to hope for the best and hope that Valverde actually takes the matters into his hands for the, this time around. Um, because I don't see him staying after this season. So hopefully we'll end it on a high note. And um, it's going to be an interesting season. It definitely is. So uh, on that note, I don't think I have much more to tell you guys uh, this time. Check me out uh, on Twitter if you haven't already. Uh, I have a website that you can check out. I will be giving that a revamp soon. I will be uploading the wallpapers finally. Um, and... Um, yeah, this podcast, you might be listening to it on YouTube, you might be listening to it on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Uh, if you are watching this, there is a chance that it's not yet out on iTunes, but it will most likely. I will do my best to upload this when it's out on Spotify and the other platforms, so stay tuned for that. And uh, on that note, I'd like to thank you for your time, thank you for tuning in, and I will see you next week. So uh, stay tuned. And have a good day.